Okay, well, uh, thanks for the introduction. Yep, my name's Scott Beveridge, and I'm going to be talking about um, a feature survey for emotional classification in Western popular music. And I'd like to start with some research that was in the press in 2005 that gave a um, mathematical formula for the perfect pop song. Um, so this consisted of uh, pitch, positive lyrics, tonality, BPM, and associated images and memories, and they found that to uh, equate to serotonin levels. And listeners, and I think this is quite interesting. Well, actually, uh, the Boot Adley's one that was the most uh, happy. That's the ha most feel-good song. Just in case you're wondering. So I find this interesting because, well, I mean, it's an example of uh, induction. So it makes this kind of induction expression distinction that we've been talking about for the last couple of days. But also, it includes uh, loosely includes kind of mode and t tempo information, which was found to be significant in the lens model of musical communication. So I'm, re I mean, I'm not sure of the validity of this study, but I I'm really interested in these kinds of um, features that express emotions in popular music. So the objective of this kind of uh, early study was just to find out which feature extractors, feature extractors and features best describe emotion in popular music. And I concentrated on kind of out of the box settings um, and I took a, a kind of bag of features approach, so I just threw everything I had at it just to find out if there was what features best described the emotion. But this was also motivated by some kind of underlying ideas that I had about the nature of popular music. And one of those is, um, well, production techniques. Sometimes popular music can be overproduced, um, which makes it difficult to describe music in terms of, for instance, dynamic range. So overcompression can sometimes make it difficult. So I kind of touched on the challenges of popular music. So based on this definition, uh, pop music's made commercially, and that can kind of narrow the types of emotions that it's supposed to, or trying to express. So the way I see it, it tends to be more positive um, emotions. And here's this, this point about ever-changing technologies. So um, I find that with popular music, it tends to be slightly overproduced. So kind of the dynamic range is reduced, which makes it difficult to describe music emotion in those terms. And uh, another point, which is just a kind of general point, is that you know pop music's pervasive, so I think that it's kind of difficult to get sort of objective views on the emotions that uh, popular music expresses. And that goes back to, again, Patrick Uslin's talk yesterday about evaluative conditioning or episodic memory. We heard that earlier on that only 25% of radio content is novel in an hour, so you know you hear these songs again and again and again and you're bound to have some kind of relationship with it other than being able to just purely appreciate what emotion the music is expressing. But that's really an aside, it doesn't come into this study. <coughs> so I conducted a small survey of uh, journal articles, about 62 from 2003 to uh, 2011. It covered a lot of disciplines but it was generally music psychology, computer science and I didn't include any meta-analysis or reviews. So the, so the first thing I looked at was the occurrence of genre in papers. Um, and we can see with the, the Feng paper in 2003, which is one of the first, um, the, it tended to be more classical music. There was one, one pop music uh, occurrence. But as we can see as time goes on, popular music becomes more popular. 
until we reach a peak in 2011 and there were eight papers. And it begins in 2007 when Eric and Eric Schmidt and Eric Yang began to uh, write these papers. So we can see an increase. Uh, the second thing I looked at was the occurrence of um, feature extraction toolboxes. And we can see at the beginning, tended to be more custom feature extractors, which came from uh, speech processing. Um, and then, again, from around about 2006, 2007, we see the popularity of these kind of out-of-the-box feature extraction algorithms until we see a peak, again, with you know, the MIR toolbox and Mercedes.